0: Though I'm walking through the valley of the shadow of death Evil's all around It's coming from the right and the left Trust that I will see the glory above Oh, your banner of love
1: Shalom and welcome to our third installment of Between the River and the Ravens. So glad you are here joining us today. I'm James. This is my wife, Lee.
0: We're so glad
1: you could join us, whether it's live or later on. We hope that you can really take something from this important topic. Mm-hmm. I would have to say it is going to be a little controversial, mm-hmm. but uh, it's a just a much needed word. And we just hope that you can glean something from it. Maybe we can share some of our personal uh, testimony with you and hope that you can enjoy it.
2: Amen. We're also... Here uh, for those people that uh, may be wondering how to do this or what's clean, what's unclean, and what's the big deal. You know, um, we're hoping you're here to learn, and uh, if you're if you're here about learning, then that's that's who we're here for. We don't want to offend anyone. Um, unfortunately, though, if you've come to look for something to be offended in, you're probably going to find it. So let's just go forward uh, in, with learning and the love of Yahweh, and uh, try to figure this out together. Shalom and welcome, uh, Brother Lee. So glad to see you guys here.
1: Are you All right, ready? you ready? Yeah,
2: let's do it.
1: So this week we are going to be talking about eating <clears throat> clean, what it takes yes and no to the certain animals, the diet, mm-hmm. uh, even the, the health consequences. We're um, not abiding in that. So uh, let's go ahead and get going.
2: Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of consequences. You know, uh, Yahweh created us. He's the grand designer. Shell and I were talking about that previously um, in our uh, Heart of the Tribe, talking uh, about the tribes and the body system. So we're going to see that it it wasn't just that he was like you can't eat this because i said don't eat it it's it's actually for a reason um and it's because he loves us and he wants to protect us so here we go
1: you <laughs> click on the right spot uh, all right I we're going <laughs> to we're going to start with noah's ark i'm sure most everyone is aware of this story um it, i find it intriguing when i read through it again some things just really stuck out to me. We're going to start in Genesis 7, verse 2. Of every clean beast, you shall take two to you by sevens, the male and his female, and of beasts that are not clean by two, the male and his female. You know, Growing up, hearing the, the Bible stories, maybe even seeing it in a movie, it's always just a pair, a male and a female. And so we don't really see this, even though it's right there in the beginning, that, you know, there was actually a set of clean and a set of unclean. And the clean actually had seven pairs versus the unclean, just the one, just pair. The one
2: pair, right?
1: So we see this verse is very important because it does demonstrate that the knowledge of the laws of un, of clean and unclean meats existed long before they were enumerated by Moses in Leviticus 11 and Deuteronomy 14. These were universal laws that were designed to govern what was proper meat for human consumption. Mm -hmm. There are a number of reasons Noah was instructed to take clean animals at a rate of seven times that of the unclean. First, Noah and his family would have to consume some of the meat of the clean animals during their time on the ark. Secondly, Noah would have to perform sacrifices after the flood which only could be offered with clean animals. That's Mm -hmm. out of Genesis 8, verse 20. So I just thought it was amazing to really see that come to life and understand that, you know, there was one pair of unclean, but multiple pairs of the clean animals. You don't necessarily always learn that uh, growing up. And so it's it's great to have that reminder.
2: And that number seven. Seven is everywhere. Yeah, Mm -hmm. right
1: something to it. Mm -hmm. Deuteronomy 14, verses 2 through 3, for you are a holy people unto Yahuwah Eloheka, and Yahuwah has chosen you to be a peculiar people unto himself above all the nations that are upon the earth. You shall not eat any abominable thing. You know, being peculiar is, I guess, something you don't necessarily have to learn, grow up to be. We both, growing up felt peculiar. We didn't always fit in with the crowd. Um, you know, the world leads you to believe that that's a, a negative thing, but this verse right here comforts me and let's reassure that it is a important thing to be peculiar, to be set, set apart, apart from the world. Mm-hmm. As you can see, I am wearing our peculiar shirt. This is one of our own designs that we've made through our company, Mimi Servant Heart. We do have links to that as well. If you ever wanted to check out some of our faith-based apparel, you can find that through our YouTube and Facebook. So
2: And being set apart does make you peculiar um, because you're going to see that's going to set you apart and away from, from pagan uh, holidays. Um uh, Eating clean, keeping Shabbat, mm-hmm. um, all of these things set you apart, and that's a good thing. Even even if you may meet resistance from others that that want to be of the world, you don't have to be. Shalom, Catherine. So glad you're here. So good glad to see everybody. Yep, she says uh, at her thing. If you just hover over it, and like right there, there you go.
1: Let's show it.
2: Yeah, same here. I never fit in. Still feel like I don't. That's how we feel all the time. Okay, that's
1: okay though because to be peculiar, you do have to stand against the world. And like I said, this verse reassures you that it's a good thing.
2: Yeah, it is. And and you know what? Um, the one thing we we've watched uh, the show, the chosen, and when the one thing you notice. Is truly how set apart Yahusha was and uh, his little ragtag group of uh, disciples that he handpicked were all of the ones that didn't fit in. So I'm OK being in that group, right? That's right. <laughs> oh, and so it begins, right? Um, the links for everything we're going to be sharing are in the description. So if you click there, I got this from, I think, uh, Church of God website and it is a solid picture that you can print up. Um, so that is in our links. If you would like to print this up as one solid thing, it, it does go through the queen and the unqueen and we're not going to read every word on it, but uh, there are things we need to hit on it and I'll let yeah, you there's start too many with the.
1: Creatures out there to <laughs> go through the entire list, but we'll, we'll pick and choose a few. Right. So out of Leviticus 20, We see, you shall therefore distinguish between clean animals and unclean, between unclean birds and clean, and you shall not make yourselves abominable by beast or by bird or by any kind of living thing that creeps on the ground, which I have separated from you as unclean. And you shall be holy to me, for I the Lord am holy and have separated you from the people that you should be mine.
2: So, we already see that the reason we're to eat clean is so that we can remain holy. And we're going to see why uh, eating unclean would make you unholy. You're going to read that. You
1: yeah, read Leviticus that one. 11, 1 through 2. And Yahuwah spoke unto El Moshe and to El Aron, saying unto them, Speak unto the children of Yisrael, saying, These are the beasts which ye shall eat among all the beasts that are on the earth. So it was very important that they taught this message to the people, uh, that they would grow up, pass this down uh, through their seed, that they would know what is acceptable and what is not allowed to eat, and to honor our Father Creator.
2: Mm-hmm. Not only that, but we're going to see that it's because that He loves us that He specified yes. Everything that he's made is good and serves a purpose, but that does not mean that you should eat everything. <laughs> we have to have understanding and self-control and the knowledge that he gives us. Right? That's
1: right. All right. So here we go. We're going to start in 11, Leviticus 11, three through eight. Whatsoever parts of the hoof and is cloven footed and choose the cud among the beast, that shall ye eat. Nevertheless, these shall ye not eat of them that chew the cud, or of them that divide the hoof, as the camel, because he chews the cud, but divides not the hoof, he is unclean unto you. And the coney, because he chews the cud, but divides not the hoof, he is unclean to you. And the hare, because he chews the cud, but divides not the hoof, he is unclean to you. And the swine, though he Divide the hoof and be cloven-footed, yet he choose not the cud. He is unclean to you. Of their flesh shall ye not eat, and their carcasses shall ye not touch. They are unclean to you. Mm -hmm. And you can see here there's a list of a few more. These are so tiny, I'm going to have to squint just to read them. (laughs) Uh, Of course, you know, you've got the certain mammals, the antelope, buffalo, caribou, deer, deer all those moose reindeer sheep those are all clean and then when you get to the unclean side coyote dog hyena wolf cat lion tiger donkey horse badger elephant gorilla i don't know about you but i'm not really that intrigued on trying those anyways so i'm glad they're on the unclean list (laughs)
2: Well, and then we're going to see the reason most animals are on the unclean list has to do uh, with either they're a scavenger or mm-hmm. they have such a short digestive process that they do not filter out toxins.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. So we're going to move on to water animals. It's picking up in Leviticus 11, 9 through 12. These shall ye eat of all that are in the waters. Whatsoever has fins and scales in the waters, in the seas and in the rivers, them shall ye eat. And all that have not fins and scales in the seas and in the rivers, of all that move in the waters and of any living thing which is in the waters, they shall be an abomination unto you. They shall be even an abomination unto you. Ye shall not eat of their flesh but ye shall have their carcasses in abomination Mm -hmm. whatsoever has no fins nor scales in the water that shall be an abomination unto you. A few of the fish got bass, barracuda, bluegill, carp and cod, halibut. One of my favorites
2: on the clean mackerel. Yeah.
1: These are all part of the clean pollock salmon, sardines, snapper, Some of the unclean, catfish, eel, marlin, shark, squid, swordfish, clams, crab, crawfish, lobster, Lobster. mussels, oysters, Oysters. scallops, and shrimps. Some of the most popular seafood out there.
2: Things we used to eat a lot of, huh?
1: You know, just it doesn't have to taste bad for it to be (laughs) unclean. So, um, you know, and... I know just looking at the shrimp itself, how you have to devein them, Uh, you know, once you really think about what that is and just all the toxins and garbage of the ocean that they have Mm -hmm. eaten, filtered through, you know, you're digesting that as well. So
2: A lot of these I found in my research are used to help clean up spills, like toxic spills in Mm -hmm. water, oil spills, and and we want to eat that. No, no. Not when they're actually, their, their purpose is to be the garbage collectors of the ocean, right? They, they serve a good purpose because Yahweh did make everything good for its purpose. And most of the time it's to protect us, not for us to eat it.
1: <laughs> I think I saw a video where they filled up an aquarium, just, uh, I don't know what it was, but a very dirty liquid. And they had oysters in there. And within minutes, it it was sparkling clean. Absolutely.
2: And then people want to eat that raw. Just wait. Yes, sea roaches. That's right, (laughs) Shell. You know, y'all had to think, has to just hit his head a lot. Like, oh my goodness, I made this thing look so awful. I made it look like an actual roach. And you mean to tell me that didn't deter you from eating it? (laughs) Like some of those just... I don't know why we want to eat them. A lobster is is terrifying looking. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right, Brother Lee. He did create everything for a purpose. And they're actually there for us, but they're there to protect us and to keep our water clean, right?
1: That's right. Yeah. All right. So now we're going to move on to the flying animals, picking up in Leviticus 13 through 19 and these are they which ye shall have in abomination among the fowls. They shall not be eaten. They are an abomination. The eagle, the offridge, the offspring, and the vulture, and the kite after his kind. Every raven after his kind, and the owl, and the night hawk, and the cuckow, and the hawk after his kind, and the little owl, and the cormorant and the great owl, and the swan, and the pelican, and the gear eagle and the stork, the heron after her kind, and the lapwing and the bat. So a few of our popular clean flying animals would be, of course, chicken, dove, duck, goose, guinea. Grouse. Quail, sparrow, turkey. And then the unclean bat for one. Let's see here.
2: Well, and we... Crow. Crow hear about what the bat caused recently, supposedly, we're definitely not supposed to eat them. I I don't.
1: You know, talk about rabies. I'm sure that's one of the main reasons we would not want to digest creatures like that.
2: And we're going to find a lot of that out.
1: All right, next, clean insects, which for whatever reason seems to be the popular push these days in the food market. I know I'm seeing more and more commercials and celebrities endorsing uh, all bugs. kinds of bugs. bugs. So it's coming to a grocery near you, apparently. <laughs> Picking up in Leviticus eleven twenty 20 through 23. All fowls that creep going upon all fours shall be an abomination unto you. Yet these may ye eat of every flying creeping thing that goes upon all fours, which have legs above their feet to leap withal upon the earth even these of them ye may eat the locust after his kind and the bald locust after his kind and the beetle after his kind and the grasshopper after his kind. But all other flying, creeping things which have four feet shall be an abomination to you. So, you know, not all insects are bad. We know Yahukanon John the Baptist, lived off locusts, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, lots of protein in some of these bugs. So Just be sure you know what's acceptable and what's not. It may be one day all we have to rely on. So, you know, learning this list of all of God's creation creatures, you know, is going to be important um, for that in times when we're out possibly hunting uh, for our survival, when there are no groceries open. So a few of these insects of clean, like I said, locusts some crickets and grasshoppers. Ugh. Uh, Yeah. No, thank you. That's going to be an acquired taste for me.
2: Uh, I can't acquire that taste, I don't think. So I wanted to cover Peter's vision. Um, When you're on this journey, if you're new and you're you're trying to... uh, feel your way through being obedient to Yahweh and, and following Torah and eating clean and keeping Shabbat. People are going to bring this up, right? And I just want to touch on it briefly and explain what I feel is happening here. Um, so on the morrow, as they went on their journeys and drew nigh unto the city, Kepha, who is Peter, went up upon the housetop to pray about the six hours. And he became very hungry and would have eaten, but while they made ready, he fell into a trance and saw heaven opened and certain vessel descending unto him. As it had been a great sheep knit at the four corners and let down to the earth, wherein were all manner of four-footed beasts of the earth and wild beasts and creeping things and fowls of the air. And there came a voice to him, rise, Kepha, kill and eat. But Kepha said, not so, Adonai, for I have never eaten anything that is common or unclean. And the voice spoke unto him again the second time, what Elohim is cleansed, that call not common. This was done thrice, and the vessel was seeded up again into heaven. Acts 10, 9 through 16. Now I've seen a lot of different discussions about this, and the one that I understand the most is that uh, it was considered unclean food to eat if a, uh, an unclean person made your food. One um, of the words Gentile. is Gentile. So if a Gentile made your food and you were a Pharisee um, or a Jew or a believer and this Gentile made your food, the food was then unclean. Um, because the person was unclean. I don't see uh, that it was that he ate a pig or anything like that. I I think it had to do with it. It wasn't the person that was making the food unclean. Mm
1: -hmm. So that's
2: my understanding of that.
1: To jump back just a second, I see Brother Lee mentions that it was possibly locust beans beans. and not the bug itself. So that's very interesting. I'll have to look into a locust bean. I'm curious. Called
2: carob beans. That is very interesting.
1: And that's what we're all here for. We, you know, we don't claim to know it all. We, we are still learning every day. We, we absorb information that we hear. We try to put it to the test, to the word, uh, see if it adds up. So, you know, We may not always have it straight, and you know we're always accepting other criticism, advice. Um, You know we're all here to learn Uh and help each other learn. So thank you for that insight. Yes, Becky. Here we have done so much better physically by eating Yah's way. We have been affected by GMOs, which have been a challenge to avoid.
2: That is absolutely true, uh, because. Everything pretty much is GMO right now. Um, and we have to be so very careful. And then the least that we can do is avoid eating the things that the father says don't eat. And I think if you'll advance, we're going to get into True. a little bit of what that's about.
1: Yeah, I noticed on ingredient labels now, they are just basically straight up saying Sane, it's GMO. bioengineered. Ugh ingredients so they're not hiding it anymore if
2: you can grow your own food do it It, even if you just start with a little container garden that's how we started years ago if you can grow anything um, one thing i've learned from shell uh, that has been vital is to learn what things to grow that you can use medicinally because when everything does fall apart or even when it's not falling apart, it's very important to know what herbs and vegetables or fruits you can use. Uh, shalom, Doug. Shalom, shalom. Shell. Shalom. Thank you for joining. Thank you for joining. It's it's good to know those herbs and things that you can grow, that you can dry and drink in teas or make fermented drinks. Uh, Shell has a wealth of knowledge and uh Hopefully, we can have her on some time down the road to do a talk about some of those herbs and um, different things that you can ferment and make that are medications for safe medications. Okay, so getting into this, this picture for me says it all. Uh, When I was growing up, my grandparents had pigs and I was utterly disgusted with them all the time because that's not just mud that they roll around in and eat (laughs) and and it's you think about that that's the number one thing people will fight you about it's the minute they find out they that you eat clean they say what you don't eat bacon no we don't we do not so we did we we did but we don't now Uh, and boy was it wrong for me as a home health nurse you know 11 years in home health i would I told James when we started uh, cleaning this out of our system, right, Um, I would preach to my patients every day, almost every patient I had to say to them, please cut back on the pork because it causes so many bad health side effects, especially if you're already disease ridden with congestive heart failure or chronic obstructive pulmonary disease. And little do we know, most of these diseases are coming from eating unclean. I I am just so upset that I was a nurse that would say one thing and do another, but I'm not like that anymore. Um, I'm pushing Yaw's plan and, and Yaw's food and what's good for us and everything that he set forth for us that is good to eat and consume. He just he just thought we could have a little more sense and listen to the to the designer. Yeah let's go to the next one. Okay. So pigs and most of the other animals that don't chew the cud are scavengers. They will consume anything they can reach, including their own feces and carcasses of their dead and even will cannibalize their own children yes reading that absolutely disgusts me and and knowing that and people will fight you over eating that so it only takes four hours for a pig to digest their food and um that's from mouth out okay 24 hours for a cow meaning the pig does not even clear out deadly toxins or parasites from their food, which is more than likely their own waste material with their food. So that's not just mud they wallow in. I wanted to say that, you know, and there's that saying comes to mind. You are what you eat. Um, Just because it tastes good doesn't mean you should eat it. Right.
1: Or happy as a pig in poo.
2: Yeah. Yeah do you want to eat that? I don't think so. (laughs) So there's common toxins and parasites in pork. And I can tell you, you can cook them as, as much as you want. And a lot of these, you can't get out of the meat and that's why people get sick and, and it's awful. Uh, three parasites, three primary parasites pose a public health risk from the ingestion of raw or undercooked pork. And I'm also going to say cooked. You can't cook some of this stuff out, especially now um, with our misuse of antibiotics, um, our over prescribing of antibiotics, and then people being uncompliant with taking their antibiotics. Each of these things uh, grow and get worse, right? So Trichinella spiralis, uh, Tanea soleum, and Toxoplasma uh, gondii. And you do not want any of these uh, severe gastrointestinal issues uh, that you may not be able to get rid of. And a lot of these happen from the larvae of the worm, and you can actually end up with tapeworms. Um, online, you can look it up. We did not put this clip in, but there's actually a YouTube video of a woman pouring a Pepsi, isn't it? A Pepsi Pepsi on On a pack
1: of pork chops.
2: And it absolutely has these worms and parasites wiggling up out of the pork
1: in a minute.
2: Shell says, I've heard that the taste resembles human flesh. Cannibalism was so prevalent in the nations, y'all's people were not to mingle with. Amen. Not only that, Shell, but James was. We were going to briefly bring up that they're actually making this meat right now and saying that it tastes just like human flesh. My questions are number one, how do they know what human flesh tastes like? And number two, why would we want to do that? I don't know. It's disgusting to me, but. Uh, wasn't it also they're making growing some meat from celebrities Yeah they're cells? taking
1: celebrity DNA oh. and growing oh. meat so you can Woo. apparently eat your favorite celebrity so so
2: disgusting it's just
1: the abominations that are pigtailing off of this
2: Uh-huh and and here's the the reason um another reason consuming pork can occasionally cause a disease called sister sisteric osis. i can't ever say it um but it does lead to epilepsy okay epilepsy is a, a life term seizure disorder okay people don't realize this but it epilepsy in children can actually be a direct result of this parasite in pork absolutely There's also a high content of saturated fat and cholesterol, high sodium, uh, the grease solidifying in the pan, you know, after you cook all that mess, that does the same thing in your arteries, right? Um, The salt content is because they have to cure the pork with so much salt to kill all those parasites that want to grow in it, live in it, and strictly from its own grossness, like ugh. (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, just a few years ago, we actually had to have a plumber come and oh. blast our pipes because they were so solidified. Uh, All the times we would cook bacon or pork chops, something like that, and pour the grease down, down the, the drain. Down the drain. And about, so that's a two-inch like, pipe. They
2: say if you do that with dishwashing liquid, it helps. No, it doesn't. And just think about that same grossness in your your arteries, your vessels. Your small brain vessels everywhere throughout your body, those fat globules float around, but then they can connect to each other and actually make these clots, you know, that clog your arteries. That's what that is. It's a bacon grease. <laughs> So pigs are primary carriers also of that tapeworm tapeworm I'm talking about, uh, a form of hepatitis E virus, uh, porcine reproductive and respiratory syndrome. Like you see the whole list here. I got uh, this and other good information on Dr. Axe's website. And again, these links are in our description. Each one of these parasites that you see here, and viruses can lead to serious health problems that last forever. Like it, he put, that can last for years to come. I'm going to say you can fight with a lot of these until you, you are no longer here, until you pass. I cannot tell you how many patients in home health I would beg and plead with as they're on oxygen. Their legs are swollen to look like uh, elephant legs and you know they've just eaten half a package of bacon this morning and can't understand why there's so much fluid in their legs and in their lungs and why they can't breathe and they will still eat that mess they'll still do it i know doug we can't believe we used to eat it either like bacon wrapped shrimp i mean what let's just eat all and clean things at one time i feel like that's that's where we were at at one point in our life and now you know, I'm kicking myself because I was a nurse then and knew better.
1: <laughs> and it makes sense that that's what society pushes. You know, they mm-hmm. they want to rebel well, against what is right. Absolutely. And so they're going to find the most off the wall like, way to do it. And uh, tell to me I can't it.
2: eat it. I'm going to eat it. I'm going to eat this unclean food wrapped around that unclean food. You know, I'm going to show you I can do it. Yeah, you can do it, but it's going to affect all of your body systems, including your skin, like think about eating the greasy pork and zits. I mean, there are so many things (laughs) that come from that grease.
1: That's definitely, as our eyes were being opened, was just more confirmation that, you know, Easter and Christmas were not days of YAH. They were not to glorify Him because what's the default meat? Everybody's going to have their ham their honey baked ham or uh, glazed ham for both those events and so you know why would you
2: abominable food to celebrate yeah the you would son not the glorify
1: him with that oh, meat so that oh, was
2: just chris's mess uh chris's that is so good chris he's got here locust in the word equal judgment of Yah. wild honey equals the word that becomes bitter in the stomach yeah who preach this hard message of repentance amen chris and that's why we're here um we can stop this you can you can change what you're doing at any moment you can stop and eat queen and be set apart and and keep the torah and repent absolutely i love that uh-huh that's the
1: key you know we've all probably Falling short in Oh, I'm going to fall
2: short in 10 minutes, probably. I'm just
1: referring to these (laughs) unclean foods, you know, and, you know, we're guilty of it, but we've repented and we're not looking back and it's not an issue with us. We, we don't crave it. Uh, We know that that's what the father wants. And so we're vigilantly (laughs) trying.
2: This is so true. This is what we were talking about putting a shrimp in a glass of sewer water and they'll clean the water in no time. There's a video out there showing, um, this and several other ones, but, and then we want to eat that. I mean, come on. So then I moved on to unclean water animals that we're talking about, um, marine animals without fins and scales, all of all our bottom feeders and cleanup crew the lakes, rivers and oceans, This one study here, and I've also got that in a link, the largest cholera outbreak in the United States occurred in Louisiana from August through October of 1986. The symptoms of cholera are explosive diarrhea leading to rapid dehydration, unconsciousness, hypotension, and death. This is no joke because if you're elderly or if you're very young, cholera will kill you. It is so absolutely horrific way to go also. What what was the culprit for that? The incriminating uh, meals were found to include rice noodles with shrimp, pork, vegetables, mussel soup, pig blood, coagulated with vinegar, and salty brine shrimp with mixed vegetables. Oh my goodness, do you see all of that? (laughs) No wonder they got cholera and, and there were so many sick Um, And here we go, just like Tacumba had just, just shared, shellfish can be placed in a body of water that is contaminated with cholera bacteria, and they will purify the water. Shrimp, oysters, crabs, scallops, mussels are particularly efficient at this. They filter large volumes of water every day, sewage laden with chemicals, toxins, and harmful bacteria, parasites, and viruses become concentrated in those shellfish shellfish, and the cause of cholera outbreaks in several areas has been traced to contaminated shrimp, crab, oysters, and clams. And there's that uh, another link that also we have um, have that in our uh, links in the description. Sorry. So this is one, I had a a biology teacher that actually worked on a boat during doing her doctorate, uh, and it was to investigate a bacteria called Vibrio vulnificus, and I will never forget about it, because at that time, I was taking summer classes to try to get ahead in nursing school, so I was taking classes year-round. I did four years in three years. Um, Just because I was a single mom and I had to hurry. (laughs) I needed to graduate. So she shared uh, her study with us and it, wow, blew me away. So this Vibrio vulnifricus causes acute gastroenteritis from eating raw or undercooked shellfish. Mainly oysters is what they were uh, investigating. And it causes severe vomiting, diarrhea, and abdominal pain. And the people that get this generally then are allergic from then on to shellfish for the rest of their life. And the problems is is as your allergy to it progresses, you can end up needing um, shots for anaphylaxis. It will actually close your airway off completely and you can't breathe. So also you got to worry about necrotizing wound infections that can occur in injured skin exposed to contaminated marine water um so you can get flesh-eating bacterial wounds you know i know you've seen that in the news lately um and it's absolutely disturbing right oh hi rob glad you are here epi shot that's right doug Uh, my aunt and a cousin both have to get epi shots and once when i was in florida with my aunt we had to take her to the emergency room because we had tried to verify at the restaurant that um, they were not cooking the french fries with the shellfish and they lied and it almost killed my aunt Mm. they had absolutely fried the french fries in with the shellfish and it almost killed her um, so also invasive sepsis can occur after eating raw or undercooked shellfish, especially oysters and everyone loves oysters, right? Um, they're bad and they were absolutely did. kill you. And we used to love them. Not me. Uh, I used to love them. I'll correct that. I used to love them. Really. I didn't, I just wanted to eat them because everyone else ate them and said so they were great, you know, and you know, you're cool. I'm drinking something. I'm eating something that. I know that's another one. Y'all, it's like, I literally made this thing look like snot in a shell and you're going to eat it. <laughs> but people do. It's insane. Okay. Let's move. Let's move past vibrio vulnificus. We get it. it. I'm
1: glad you're the nurse and <laughs> knows how to say this and what it is. Right. And can explain it to me.
2: I'll try. <laughs> so now we're going to move on to unclean flying animals and all our scavengers eating roadkill and rotting flesh. That should be enough uh, description right there. Don't eat that. Um, And the reason is they are the road crew. They are the cleanup crew. We need them. Um, They serve an awesome uh, job for us to help keep our environment clean, right? Because without them, there would be dead roadkill everywhere all Infections, the time. Infections yeah.
1: like we haven't seen probably.
2: But the thing is they can carry back into environment and towns uh, these diseases, exposing people and other animals to pathogens. Carcasses that they feed on um, could have rabies, but also other bacteria, viruses and toxins that typically are annihilated by a vulture's digestive system, but maybe not. And I, fo- I focused in on vultures, but I would imagine every scavenger flying bird um, pretty much is about the same, right? Um, so, salmonella, uh, all of these cause severe abdominal illness and pain. And as well, there could be some anaphylactic reactions. So, as we see in the current world events, um, we aren't sure about the transmission of flus, influenzas, and viruses to humans. However, um, there, we see these in many unclean animals, including these types of different types of influenza A, uh, currently endemic in animals like H1N1. I know we've heard about that. Uh, H3N2 in pigs. Uh, different strands of those are found in humans, H398 in horses, H392 in dogs. We're not supposed to eat dogs or horses. Like, uh, as you're reading through these lists, it should become painfully apparent and obvious as to why they're on the unclean list. You know, it's not because Yah's a mean Yah and he's just like, I know this tastes good, but you can't eat it. It's for our own good. It literally is for our own good. Direct infection from this uh, can occur from exposure to saliva, mucus or feces from infected birds. and although bird infections among people are rare, um, however, human infections can happen when enough virus gets into a person's eyes, nose, or mouth, or is inhaled and I would speculate or when is consumed. Because we are not made by our Creator to consume unclean foods. He gave us a digestive system that will digest animals and fruits and vegetables that are on the clean list. He did not give us the capabilities to deal with these toxins, parasites, uh, and bacteria that are going to be in the unclean foods. It's just that simple. He made us, He wrote the directions. He gave them to us and we have a choice. We can follow them or we can be disobedient and be sick. And that's what has happened. That is exactly what has happened.
1: Yeah, when your food comes with a warning label, it's probably a reason.
2: <laughs> right. So our current pandemic, or uh, the current event that's happened is speculated to come from consumption of a bat. Now, whether or not that is uh, the key to this, you shouldn't eat a bat. Don't eat a bat. I mean, I don't know why that's a thing, but don't eat them because they absolutely can carry rabies and they, most of them do, and they don't affect them. But if they were to bite you, scratch you, or you were to eat them, you're going to have that. And I'm going to tell a quick story. When I was five, I was attacked by a dog, and it was a, a horrible situation. I, I was literally had my face ripped off and was wrapped up in a chain and, and my head chewed on like a chew toy and the woman fearful, it was not anyone related to us, but she had, she had came with her dog to talk to my grandmother and the dog attacked me and she unhooked that dog and drove off. So after the two 200- hundred stitches in my face and the additional 300 in my head and my hands and, and various other places, I got to start my first round of rabies shots. And I went through 25 rabies shots in my stomach and I barely remember the sutures, but I do remember the rabies shots. And that is not anything anyone would ever want to go through. And luckily I think it was within hours before my second round because I was going to have to get 50 of these shots. But it was before the second round was supposed to start. They found the lady a state away and had to euthanize the dog to see if he had uh, rabies, which he did not. Um, But they had to go ahead and start those shots because if you get rabies, you're going to die uh, horrifically. So there was no waiting. We couldn't wait to, for them to find uh, this animal. But this is another reason why you don't want to eat any of these animals that are scavengers. You don't know um, if they're carrying rabies. And I can tell you, you don't want that. You don't want any of that. And it is amazing. <laughs> I went through that shell. Another, uh, uh, another reason I know Yah has a purpose for all of us. He truly does. Um, and this, this is our purpose. <laughs> oh, unqueen insects, another one I never thought I had to be talking about, but as James said, watching the news, um, there's all these, uh, plants that are starting now that they're processing bugs at and they're making bug burgers and bug, whatever, Why? Other than they're trying to take away from us the things that are on our clean list by our father and give us all the abominable abominations that we're to stay away from, so we absolutely uh, are against uh, eating bugs. Don't do it. And and I'm I, I shouldn't have to tell you this, but <laughs> a lot of them carry E. coli, um, and E. coli is a bacteria a very difficult to kill bacteria that lives in poop. And there's no other way to put that. Um, and another one where I've had so many countless patients in home health uh, that get this infection from eating other things, not bugs, but other things and getting E. coli from undercooked pork and undercooked other food. And they end up on IV antibiotics. That And it's just, uh, I've watched body systems shut down from this uh, bacteria and people die, you know? So another reason Yahweh has put what's clean on the clean list, what's unclean on the unclean list, he does not want harm to come upon us, right? Um, i promise you, you don't want any of these bacteria, virus, parasites, fungi. That's another thing that's almost impossible to kill once you consume it and it's in your bloodstream. Um, though most, uh, ingestions of edible insects tend to be harmless. Uh, and this is from the poison control website. You can look that up, but I, I went ahead and put the poison control number in here. Um, because that's a good thing to have, uh, if you're having any kind of, uh, poison reaction, but this was actually put in and I read a whole story on here because a weighty son accidentally ate a stink bug, which you wouldn't think was that big of a deal, but this child ended up with severe uh, vomiting and diarrhea and had to be hospitalized to get fluids. Everything was fine afterwards, but yet again, another reason not to eat bugs. So several proteins identified in both some shellfish and insects can trigger allergic reactions in people who have a sensitivity to these compounds. And I can tell you that reaction is anaphylactic shock needing an EpiPen, just like Doug had mentioned. (laughs) So the insects that can cause allergic reactions include silkworms, grasshoppers, locusts, cicadas, millworms, and others. I found it interesting that locusts and grasshoppers were on here um, but like Brother Lee mentioned, it, it might not be the bug locust that was on the edible list <laughs> because it's definitely one that can cause this uh, sensitivity and reaction. Um, mm-hmm. And like I said, those uh, reactions can range from mild to severe and a severe, uh, serious reaction is anaphylaxis and that can occur and be life-threatening. And I've actually been working in the ER when somebody was brought in an anaphylaxis shock and there was nothing we could do. And it was from eating a peanut. So those allergies are serious. Um, And anaphylaxis is trouble breathing, wheezing, feeling faint, throat or facial swelling, clammy skin, rapid heart rate. And I thought it was hilarious. And I put this in there. Um, If you have any of these symptoms after eating insects or shellfish, call 911 right away and they put the poison control number in. But whoever thought you would have to say, if you're eating insects and you have this reaction, call poison control. But that's a good thing to have all the way around. (laughs) Oh, so funny. Don't eat bugs. Bugs are gross. Whoa, this one, let me tell you. This is a hard one. There's hard numbers. And I'm going to just, just preface this and say almost everything on this is from eating unclean. And, and I've done it and, and I've had uh, some health issues that I was able to get over, but they, they definitely uh, were exacerbated from eating unclean. So looking here, um, and I think these numbers were from 2018. They're always so far behind, but 1 million people who will have a heart attack or die from coronary artery disease this year. 1 million people in a year. Uh, And coronary artery disease is clogged arteries. And I can tell you, pork is number one reason culprit behind that. 16.5 million Americans age 20 and older are living with coronary artery disease or heart. Yeah, coronary heart disease. That's the same thing, artery. Same thing. So that's 20 years and older. Think of of that, just a diet bad from birth up. Think about how that's impacting you health-wise for the rest of your life. That's why y'all set these plans, these directions. Our Torah to us is to save us from ourselves. right? It really is. I think if people had this put to them in a way where if y'all had said, if you eat this, you're going to die, you know, maybe that would have made a difference. I don't know. If people would still be defiant, you know, I'm going to eat this and give my, I have the right to have diabetes if I want to, you know. 795,000 people will have a stroke this year. That's clogged arteries in your brain. That's throwing a clot from your heart to your bloodstream. It can go to your brain, to your lungs. Those globules of fat, uh, from our horrible diets Um, I'm constantly worried about the damage I did prior and always looking at uh, detox things that you can do that help detox and we're we have some links for that as well in our description 356,000 cardiac arrests that'll occur outside a hospital each year 23 million adults with type 2 diabetes 15% 15% adults who smoke, and so that one's not as high as you would think it is, smoking in the U.S., uh, 56 million people 40 and older who are eligible for cholesterol-lowering statins. So that means there's 56 million people that are age 40 and older are that are having to be on cholesterol-lowering lowering statins. Um, wow. That's pork. That cholesterol is fat and pork. Uh,
1: and being 2018, this is pre-CV, so yeah, I'm sure these numbers yeah. are not even the same.
2: 38% adults were obese as of 2014. 103 million adults with high blood pressure. 6.5 million uh, living with heart failure. And that's age 20 and older. 20. That That's insane to me. You know, and that just shows you there's no exercise. People are not getting their children up and moving. They're not having them eat fruit and vegetables. I know when we have one of our grandsons over, it's impossible to get him to eat any fruits or vegetables. Absolutely impossible because people just want what they want, what tastes good. They don't care about what's good for your body. And we've got to get out of that, get into that mindset that the father knows what we need and what we don't need. He made it all. Of course he would know, right? right. You're ready for the next one. Oh, I'm going to let you read this one.
1: You must read your labels of food and research companies. There are a lot of things put in foods that are not anything you would want to consume. So please do your own investigating into food additives and preservatives. We have listed some links in our description, uh, and I would suggest you can find them all over the web. Uh, it's There's some things that we decided not to even bring up here just because they're so grotesque and, and, abo- and it's just, just awful. So, the worst
2: abomination in your food or in the the current thing uh that was pushed uh you can look it up and you probably know what we're talking about
1: you know but be start reading your ingredient labels Mm -hmm. you might take a few extra seconds at the grocery store but you'd be surprised if you even know or understand what some of that is uh they're hiding a lot of things inside our food And to eat clean is
2: flavor enhancers way more
1: difficult than you would think, even by them hiding it. You know, sometimes it's not just listed in your face. And so we have decided that it is extremely important before every meal that Mm -hmm. we say a prayer and that we ask for YAH to bless this food because we don't always know what's in it. Of course, we're making our best effort to stay away from anything unclean, but like we said, stuff is being hidden, and so with the help of Yah, you know, He will make that right, and Mm -hmm. so it is important to always bless your food beforehand Uh as well.
2: I always say a prayer because a a health incident um, from a supplement last year uh, landed me, uh, out of work and, and very ill for about three or four months. But let this food do good and no harm. You know, let let it be food from you uh, that is good for my body and do no harm. And you would be surprised or not be surprised. I mean, when you ask, he listens. And when we bring him into all of our needs and all of our situations, he is going to do what you're asking for. He just really is. Um
1: You had brought up an interesting point earlier this week, just talking about, you know, the people at the very beginning of the Bible, uh, especially pre-flood, you know, 300, 500, 700, 900 years old, some of these men and women were living, and that's just unheard of in our day. And so she got to think, you know, is it possible that these people from birth were growing up honoring and obeying the Shabbat, getting that day of rest, that restoration. They were avoiding unclean foods. They may have never had tasted an unclean food. Is that those things, is that what preserved them to live to those mm-hmm. years? I don't know that we'll ever know that again because what's in our society today, uh, it was just a very interesting idea that that could have been the, the hidden key to longevity. Is some of these things and that keeping
2: Torah, you know, exactly, the Shabbat, yeah. taking the day of rest, like mm-hmm. we talked about last week, you got to rest. And like Jacoba uh, says, remember that blood is also forbidden. Yes, mm-hmm. you are not to consume uh, the blood uh, because the life is in the blood. And actually, the body, our the way that our digestive system works, it can't break down the blood. It cannot. Um, Anytime, I don't know if you've ever had nosebleeds or anything like that and blood's running down into your stomach, it hurts your stomach terribly uh, because your body can't filter that. It can't deal with the blood. So there's a lot of reasons to that. But yes, and, and people that want their bloody steaks and raw meat, um, it's we're not supposed to do that. It, it, the life is in the blood and our body can't digest blood. It's not made to do that
1: yeah my steaks might not be as tender and juicy <laughs> as they used to be but I I am making an effort to make sure that that blood is all gone it's important right the last thing we did want to touch about I know Nina had mentioned last week uh, she wanted us to just briefly touch on our thoughts with wine and so uh, we're just going to briefly touch on it but anyways we do not think there is a problem with a glass of wine. Mm-hmm. After our rebaptism, we made a new covenant of sober, sobriety, a sober mind and lifestyle. So the only spirit within us is the Ruach Hakwadesh. Ultimately, we each have to make our own decision on this matter, and I suggest taking it to the Father in prayer. There is no judgments from us, only love and support. The main reason wine can be an issue is how they age it. A lot of times they will age it in pork filtered it in fish guts or skin, etc. We don't really want to know what else that could mm-hmm. be. Um, so it is important to make sure if you are going to have wine to get a vegan wine or make sure it's labeled kosher and that will eliminate any of that worry uh, as well. It's going to make a huge difference in how you feel afterwards, uh, just cutting out and eliminating those impurities uh, that you find in a lot of these wines, bottled, all around the world. So. And they
2: sneak it in everywhere, don't they? The pork, like even gelatin, what we're talking about, checking your labels. You got to check your labels. Boy, do you got to check your labels.
1: It's even found in cheese. A lot of cheese. A lot of
2: cheese have pork in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, the deception is far deep and wide and you have to put your due, gel- due gil- diligence in. I can't say that word today. So we had one last uh verse here 1st 1 Peter 1 13 wherefore gird up the loins of your mind wow that's a that's a picture for you there gird up the loins of your mind be sober and hope to the end for the grace that is to be brought unto you at the revelation of Yahushua HaMashiach so to me I, I want to keep my mind clear and sober so that there is every bit of space just, just for Yahusha and just for the father. I don't need the spirits. Um, and I always wondered growing up why we called alcohol spirits. Well, it, it makes you think you're uh, 10 feet tall and bulletproof, right? That's, that's a spirit within you. You know, that's, that's just how I feel about it. Um, and again, it's another thing that your body really has problem processing alcohol. Anything in moderation is, is one thing, having a glass of wine, um, but we're not supposed to um, drink until we're drunk. We put this in here because uh, when I found it, I was like, wow, boy, doesn't this hit home? Obedience is praised if it fits traditional norms, but condemned if it fits scriptural instructions. You just hang in there. If this is something you need to do and want to do, you want to be obedient, you want to follow to you want to be on the narrow path, you just, you just do it. Whether people are going to praise you or not, the only person that matters what they think is Yah. It's your journey. It's between you and the Father. It's not between us and Him. He's not going to ask us about what you did, and He's not going to ask you about what we did. He's going to ask each of us what, what we did personally so i'm praising you for your obedience i'm praising the, you that you're here um, the father is as well because all of these things are, were put in place by him so that you could live a long happy and healthy life or what his will is and feel healthy you know um Not feel bogged down because all of these things that we've covered today, all of these awful viruses and bacteria and parasites, a lot of these parasites can live in your body until you're gone. You can't ever get rid of them. Um, Although there was a link, uh, we've got the website in here off of Parable of the Vineyard. They have a wonderful video series over there if you look called Temple Maintenance and ja is it joshua josh truex josh truex has a website um
1: he's he's modern dedicated roots, his what's it called yeah, i think it is modern roots he's dedicated his ministry to health fitness uh, detoxing, detoxing the toxins
2: out of your body including the current um, thing that's out there the ability to detox all these harmful things out of our body and system so that they can work great. And what a wonderful uh, series that is in his website has all different kinds of cleanses and um, a lot of information he gives for free uh, of how to follow certain detox programs uh, for different things that you want to get out of your body. And that's also in our description box.
1: Yeah, you know, you got chemicals from the sky that are falling on our our food. food. There's a whole nother list of unclean ingredients that get put in food besides what we went over today. This is Mm -hmm. just scratching the surface, but we did want to provide uh, this knowledge for you. And we hope that you have the passion to research for your own. Uh, Once we realized what our food had in it, we were on a mission to really dive deeper and, learn how to avoid that because we knew we didn't want any part of that and yeah. it does take sacrifice it it takes you know boldness as well as just effort to self-control, you know, and self-control. it's about self-control it really you is. know the
2: fruit of the ruach you have to have self-control um over uh diet and what you put in also in the links are uh, did you put the daniel fast in there
1: uh, there is a there is a link Uh,
2: the bible diet is in our description box um there is a wonderful link called the daniel fast um and it's a diet as well all these bad diets out there how about we just try uh, the scriptural bible diet what if we try the scriptural diet given by our creator that made us Um, And it's going to help you feel better. It's going to give you energy. Um, We do believe in fasting, intermittent fasting. It's wonderful for your body. It's wonderful to connect to the father um, and for him to be able to completely fill you. That's what fasting is. You're 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 giving up your fleshly desire of feeling full and consuming um, to consuming only the Ruach. You know, and and you can't feel any closer to him than you do when you're actually fasting and everything is cleared out except for him. And, And what an absolute joy that is. So, we would like to end again with our prayer. We always read our separate prayers. We have Three a new one today. For you this we week. do. We we chose to jump forward because they're, they're usually this, uh, each day of the week has the same morning, noon, and night. But I love this one um, because of the spirit of wisdom. So, if you would like to read with us, we're going to start at the top in the Hebrew. Baruchata
0: baruchata
2: Ella Hakim, Shell, Abraham, Yitzhak, Yaakov, Ella Hanu, Al Kadosh, Echad, Yasharel, Elohai, Bi Yishi, Asher Nathan Lanu, Haruach, Hokmah. Blessed are you, Yahweh of the armies, creator of the heavens and the earth, the Elohim of Abraham, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, our Elohim, the Holy One of Yasharel. my L and my my salvation salvation for for giving giving us us the spirit of of wisdom. Thank you so much, everyone, for being here with us. And it's been such a blessing to share this with you. And I hope we've, you know, made some sense, Uh, opened your eyes about a little bit, maybe told you something you didn't know and uh, had a good time. Maybe you could send this to family and friends if, if they truly are wanting to understand. Um, I think it would be very helpful to see it from this side, you know?
1: And if you have further questions or if you want to share information with us, we would love to hear that. You can e- email us at between the river and the Ravens at gmail.com mm-hmm. or reach out at our Facebook or YouTube page. So please like those and subscribe. So you don't miss any of our upcoming videos. Mm-hmm course we also have plenty other shows on the heart of the tribe network a few more this week starting tomorrow morning we've got lee with her mercy poured forth blood of the lamb ministry uh friday evening and then we've got let's talk torah i'll be joining lee hood uh, on this week's edition so so looking forward to all those and we just hope that they're blessing you like they are us and we hope that you come back and see us next time
0: Thank you so much and shalom.
2: Shalom.
1: Though I'm
0: walking through the valley of the shadow of death, evil's all around. It's coming from the right and the left. Trust that I will see the glory above. Oh, your. The banner of love flies over me Between the river and the ravens I'm fed Between the and the places I'm dead So Father, give me faith